0: news nobody even knew because he didn't go he's not hootie
1: he went right
0: you know, they talk about some random black guy that got arrested nobody nobody knows that he
1: is hootie well i like your first initial take was did he get arrested or did he die it was one of the two i just can't remember <laughs> <laughs> that's an appropriate approach i feel like to any news with any celebrity from our youth right <laughs> usually yeah, it's I the one it. darius the darius rucker my man <laughs> you're right though he's a fortunate individual in as far as forever being Hootie yeah like I don't know I I couldn't recognize any one of the other band members in like a lineup if there was like a murder investigation going on I wouldn't be able to tell which (laughs) other guy was in Hootie and the Blowfish there's only one Hootie (laughs) it's Hootie he got arrested? Darius Rucker, yeah. Well, because I just I just remember
0: everybody like I heard it a bunch, and I had no idea what they were talking about. But the minute I saw him, I was like, "Oh,
1: that's Hootie." You did you see know? something about Hootie, and I, I gotta say, we we live in crazy, wild, unexpected times. World War Three could happen at any moment, right? I live for
2: moments like this. Music star and South Carolina native Darius Rucker is out on bond tonight after his arrest on drug charges. According to our Nashville affiliate, the Grammy-winning pop and country performer was arrested in Williamson County, south of Nashville, earlier today. Rucker's charges include simple possession and, quote, casual exchange of a controlled substance. The Hootie and Blowfish star got out of jail today on a $10,500 bond.
1: He probably did a bump of coke with a cop. In some yeah, freaking bar, dude. like a nothing. You Come know on. what I'm saying? Come on, dude. Leave
2: Hootie alone.
0: Uh, only want to be with you. He just wants to hold <laughs> your hand. You know what I mean? Give the guy a break. Uh, hey, Michael Jackson got to fuck some kids. This guy can't do a little cocaine?
1: You know? Or smoke a doobie. He was probably just like smoking a doobie in the back porch of a bar somewhere there in Tennessee or whatever. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Seems,
0: uh, I don't like this at all. He must have voted
1: for Trump. He definitely did vote for Trump, I imagine, and he's country music guy, formerly known as Hootie. And, yeah, isn't Hootie doing a hooter? Isn't that kind of a... Uh, I think there's some cocaine connotation going on there, even with his name. <laughs> Hootie. i never thought about that. Hootie and <laughs> the Blowfish? How did we not see this one? Come on, man. They were just doing blow right in front of our face here. Uh, they're blowing something. They're definitely Blowfish. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just, you know, pretty obvious he was <laughs> doing a bumpski or doing a little hootie, if you will, in the back corner of some bar and he got busted by the cops, man. Yeah, that's terrible. It's really stupid. Uh, don't we, we should be arresting people for, you know, rape and murder, right?
2: <laughs> Maybe not.
0: There's a few things that have like bothered me about what we're talking about in the news. Oh, yeah. versus what, uh, yeah, and this is definitely one of them. Yeah.
1: Was it all over the news? I just saw the blurb in the morning rundown that I do. It was kind of a big deal, I think, on the CNN, but maybe even the NPR Was really uh, relishing the moment. I think they were excited because he renounced the rock star mainstream lifestyle and went for kind of Christian-leaning... Republican country music.
0: That's what I was trying to find out. What is he?
1: He's country He's music. The reason stuff. why they're going after him. He's a country music guy, and I know for a fact, Hootie and the Blowfish getting back together this year. If not, they already are. Uh, they're coming to Denver. I'm almost uh, certain. He's money for cocaine. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> it's an expensive biz. <laughs> Speaking of cocaine, did you follow up? On the sensational reporting going on around the Kansas City Three, the three fellas who attended the party at the friend's house who is known as a chemist, and they all just mysteriously died in the backyard and froze to death?
0: Yeah, I haven't really been following
1: up on it. They, found, they did the autopsy, and it turned out the three fellas had cocaine and fentanyl in their system. They, they had three times the lethal dosage of fentanyl. That yeah, sounds him. about right. <laughs> yes, I blame this on uh, Taylor Swift. I do too. I think they got overly excited about <laughs> about a Swifty Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did you hear about the uh, the news in Chicago? I did not actually. Uh dude, we solved everything. We solved all the major problems in Chicago. Uh, Everybody got together. The world peace. To... What's up? Hunger, world peace. No, 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 all the problems in Chicago, Frank, oh. were a local government, you know, so the yes. mayor and the aldermen, they all got together, they voted, they put up a you know, a proposition, they voted on it, went through, the mayor signed it. He was actually the deciding vote on a split house.
1: All right, uh, man.
0: It was very intense, man. There was a crowd outside. Everybody was really interested in what was going to be the outcome of this uh, groundbreaking legislation that the Chicago <laughs> mayor
1: was a part of. John, johnson johnston
0: brandon johnson, uh, johnson was the deciding vote and right. chicago has now declared that we want a ceasefire in gaza
1: hey all
0: right <laughs> i cannot believe how much time and energy and money was wasted on them declaring we we <laughs> want a ceasefire in gaza what does that even mean the people have what, what does that even accomplish
1: they did this in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. All the liberal cities are getting on board this peace train. Uh, they want to declare the war a genocide, and we must declare ceasefire, right? You got to get on record as being on the side of You're the good the guys.
0: You're the mayor of Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> That's right. A city oh, yeah. in one of the 50 states. You, you have no say on a
1: country's war halfway around the world. Also, take a look around your own city, bro. Maybe start oh. declaring some war on your own poverty going on in your own streets.
0: No, it's been the joke going around the world everywhere. Everybody keeps saying the same joke. Uh, when are they going to declare the ceasefire in Chicago? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> last year, 2,000 people were shot in Chicago. That's a lot of people. 600 yeah. died. Wow. So, so you got, you're talking four, four to six a day are getting shot. Two of them are
1: dying. It's honestly, based on those statistics, you're safer being a black person in Jordan than you are in Chicago. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Even though the murders, the rates are up in both places, but Jordan seems a little safer. (laughs) I mean, they're
0: bombing the buildings, but I don't think they're even killing that many people in Gaza. That's what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I know that they're They're flooding the tunnels now. I was reading a lot of of stuff on the tunnels that the Hamas fellas put together there. the Jews love
0: talking about the tunnels that Hamas is using. Not
1: their tunnels, though. Not Not the (laughs) ones. Even though they
0: dug the tunnels that Hamas is using. (laughs) That's
1: right, dude. These Jews love tunnels, man. I don't know what's going on. Good with the tunnels. Still not a lot of info or talk in the mainstream about those Brooklyn tunnels. Um. Everybody just seems to want to forget about that. I guess <laughs> Ben
0: Shapiro, not one word, not that a peep, nothing to say.
1: That's right. Yeah, hasn't even heard of him. <laughs> oh man! But those tunnels in in the Hamas territory there in the Gaza Strip, I I think they are flooding them currently. They're like pumping in seawater and just mm. flooding them out. And I was reading that they they've got some complex. Situations going on underground there. I mean, we're talking like almost city sized, kind of multi level realms underground.
2: Yeah, I, I believe the, the Jews built those. I forgot when they said they built them. But uh, yeah, it
0: was, that was, it's still like how's the city?
1: It's crazy stuff, man. That's a weird situation over there. Yeah, I try not to think too much about it. It's a world away and we got our own problems over here. <laughs> I know we're and we're
0: signing declarations that Chicago, <laughs> Illinois wants you. You know what I mean? Like did, I don't know. I just don't I don't understand what they hope to accomplish with that. And why was so much time wasted on it?
1: Well, so much energy focused on global affairs and what's happening a world away. It's starting to seem like especially people on the left, they're highly obsessed with problems that we can't really fix and they're too far away for us to even feel the consequences of. But then here at home, we're just ignoring the, you know, migrant overflood happening at the southern border and the fact that nobody can afford anything and our food is poison. Everybody's, you know, in their 30s has cancer now and we're rapidly (laughs) dying. Like, no, no, we're not... I are not going to talk about any of that stuff, man. Let's talk about, um, you know, Palestine over there in uh, a country you can't even find on the map, right? <laughs> and Trump. <laughs> and Trump.
0: Dude. Don't forget about Trump. The greatest distraction.
1: <laughs> oh, Au contraire, mon frere. I believe I have discovered and found the greatest distraction of all. Maybe my favorite. I got to say, I love this stuff.
2: Hear ye, hear ye. Now on this February 2nd, Punxsutawney Phil, the seer of seers, (laughs) prognosticator of all prognosticators, was awakened from his wintry nap at dawn on Gobbler's Knob. Phil looked to the skies and then, speaking in groundhog ease, directed the president to the proper scroll, which reads, Another winter slumbered pause so I could meet the crowd. Hard to sleep anyway when the party's this loud. I envy your energy, I envy the fun, I envy all of you and your opposable thumbs. But it's not what I feel, it's what I see and what you hear, so gather round and let me be clear. Atmosphere is a wonderful thing, and we can create our own and the weather it brings. Wait,
1: did he just say they could create the atmosphere and the weather? Whoa, this guy's a cloud seeder. Punctotony uh, Phil believes uh, in cloud seeding. Uh, uh, I knew it. They're <laughs> admitting it, man. It wasn't the Jews. It was the groundhogs. That's whole true. time. <laughs> I feel bad for blaming Bill Gates for all of this. It was <laughs> pesky rodents over there in Punctotowny? Oh,
0: he's not a lizard. He is a groundhog. Kind of looks like it. With the <laughs> like a sickly groundhog,
2: you know. It brings hope for the future and so much more. Maybe some Punxsutawney Phil write-in votes in
1: 2024. Oh, he's, where's Dinesh?
2: <laughs> but what this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Yeah!
1: All right, and this is a live shot, and they pan out, and I'm not kidding you. There's like 10,000 people in this crowd, dude. Oh God, and No jobs? No, no jo- Well, no, it's Bidenomics. Come on, bro. <laughs> Nobody's actually got jobs, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> and this is a Friday. Nobody works on Fridays. You know, we got the four-day work week now, man. Yeah,
0: I, I, I forgot what article. I read somewhere that uh, last year... The tech industry fired more people than 1999 when the uh, cyber crash, whatever. When we had the The cyber
1: bubble, the dot com bubble burst. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have fired more people officially this round than that entire year. Yeah. So uh, doing pretty good. Learn how to code, people. Learn how to code, (laughs) I believe was the message.
0: I can't believe we're uh, still doing Puckertony Phil. How has the left not found a way? You know, like we can't even have Christopher Columbus anymore, but we still have Tony Phil.
1: No, they're they're very upset about it. PETA expressed their concerns and there, there's a lot of animal activists out there who are just, you know, really animal bl- activists.
0: We gave the gave the animal the name Phil. How do we know it identifies as a boy? <laughs> that blonde
1: chick's a dude. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. Yeah, dude, come on. Wow, great call. We don't even know yeah. what this uh, creature's pronouns are. Nope, could go by a she, a they. <laughs> you know, a z, a zer. Could be punks of Phyllis.
0: Yeah, you never know, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's, maybe she, he is fluid. So one year, you know, male; one year, b-
1: girl. You know what? To be honest, this is one place shielded, I believe, from that kind of circus and nonsense. You know, the buffoonery of the woke culture doesn't seem to fly in Punxsutawney. They're (laughs) really, they hold on to these old traditions. I read up on what it's like to go there. It almost brought a tear to my eye. Em and I were even, like, talking about going and making a trip out of it next <laughs> no year way. dude they go all in they have you know beer tents and music and festival lights and ice carvings and just everything man it's just it's a whole thing the town really embraces it lots of people come in from all over the world it's a it's a massive thing and and they're very into the just the old school traditions they wear the old costumes and man like. Again, we're hard-pressed for some tradition in this country and, and people <laughs> enjoying it and not shitting on it, you know what I mean? So it was kind of nice flipping on the news this weekend, and, like, everybody was like, hey, let's celebrate this retarded tradition where we pull this rat out of the cave, and, you know, he tells us it's going to be winter or not. You know? But like, I kind of like it's it. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Well, I put on the movie Groundhog's Day with uh, starring the... Fantastic, Bill Murray. Yeah, great movie. Directed by Harold Ramis, um, and I watched it to celebrate the uh, the holiday. Man, that movie is over the top. And I was uh, cruising through it and did a little reading up on it. And allegedly, according to Harold Ramis and the guy who wrote the story, like Bill Murray, apparently does the uh, the loop like around seventy to eighty years. No. Yes, that's how they wrote the film and see it. And and they interview Ramus several times and he goes, Yeah, he's definitely he's like, Well look at it from certain contextual points, you know, like it takes anybody ten years to learn how to play the piano. And he's like a master of the piano. And then he like And the art sculpture. Yes, and he masters French and he can recite French poetry. He's like all that stuff takes decades upon decades of learning. So Uh, you know, and apparently they cut it from the final movie, but he allegedly like is marking years based on like things in books or whatever. And he, he estimates he's been there or looped through like 80 years of his life. It's such a, it really, it makes the movie kind of more crazy when you really think about what the guy goes through and like all the suicide attempts and like, (laughs) it's a, it's a dark movie, man. (laughs) You know, like really it hits at some really intense tones, you know, but uh, really enjoyed it. I recommend everyone to go check it out if you haven't seen it in a while. I, it, it's kind of one of the best movies out there that's ever been made. It, you know, it really has a lot of depth to it, man. Yeah, 1993, 84, 94 Rotten Tomatoes. Guess the length. Oh, 90 to 100 minutes. It was not very long. <laughs> hour 40. Wow. Yeah. 100 that minutes. 100 <laughs> minutes. I nailed it. <laughs>
0: it's actually 101, but I'm you one credit. All right. Okay.
1: You know, I'm a dunce, but um, <laughs> you know, it's dude, great flick. What a way to tell the story, um, and a complicated one at that. And man, it well, just... that's what
0: kills me is they get so much in on that hour 40 minutes, like such great life lessons.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bill Murray yeah. just like he he truly does transform you know from the beginning to the end he's he is hilariously a a fantastic douche at the beginning of the movie oh,
0: dude. Like, that's what i was thinking dude <laughs> hour 40 minutes this guy you see a transformation of a man <laughs> they pack in so much humor yeah you know, entertainment absolutely <laughs> it's a great movie 90s he actually had to make movies
1: And you know what? You're right. I had enough time to squeeze this in on a date after dinner, and we're still home by 9 o'clock, and I didn't have to pee in the middle of the movie. Right.
2: Yeah. Pee?
1: You didn't have to take a break. Fucking go get some food. Stretch the legs and get some blood flow to the toes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do some squats. Maybe run around the block. (laughs) These guys are coming out with four-hour flicks now.
1: Did you see Napoleon? I never saw Napoleon. I think it came out a little bit ago, but no, I never saw Napoleon.
0: But dude, did you watch the fucking uh, Love on the
1: Spectrum? Okay, <laughs> Mike, man, we put it on. Emma, we had to stop it several times. She had to leave the room a couple. It's a rough viewing. <laughs> I even you said think a lot. Rough? Of- like, it's kind of
0: rough, dude. I was dying laughing, dude, the whole time. That was one of the best <laughs> shows I've ever seen. Okay, yeah, maybe I was just drunk.
1: Give me, give me your review. <laughs> no, I'm afraid to talk about of the it. Love on the spectrum, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude, dude the love on the spectrum is so good because you're seeing these autistic people go out on dates, and they're just saying everything. They're saying and doing everything we want to do but don't, because we're adhering to social norms. You know, like the one guy goes on the speed dating. Dude, That's right. Autistic speed dating. Gotta be, the, like, how has nobody made that a show? <laughs> Come on!
1: Come on, people! That is, that writes itself! There's a brutal Go. honesty to these characters on this uh, program that, or these people, I, I, I assume it's real, I never know with these Real world I think it has to be documentaries guys, yeah. I can't tell these days anymore if I'm being fooled by actors or it does seem very genuine, it seems very real, and the funniest part about it is that they are just brutally honest <laughs> to Dude, everybody the, the
0: speed dating he's check. he literally like the girl will answer the question wrong and he just looks down and checks no on the piece of paper next to her name like she could see him checking no. <laughs> Right? and then after like two or three times the like person off camera goes maybe you should wait till afterwards and he goes oh yeah i knew i, I knew i would fuck this up
2: like dude that's so far i was dying
0: <laughs> i was dying laughing man
1: Though they're very funny and the one the chick too is very sassy that they follow um i can't remember her name but uh it's just um you know Love on the Spectrum, I never thought of that being a thing, and uh, putting them out there on the dating scene, that is, it's a wild, uh, it's a wild program. (laughs) It it sparked a lot of crazy conversations in my house, and we paused it many a time.
0: It's great great viewing, man. Come on, that's like
1: one of the best shows they've put out in a while. I was just impressed, again, with their honesty, and just with themselves, you know, their own self-assessment and being honest about... You know, most people aren't even honest with themselves enough, let alone open enough to honestly describe themselves to people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, when they talk about how, like, like one guy's like, I just don't want to be alone my whole life. Like, dude,
1: how many people feel that just don't ever say it? Yes, know? exactly. Yeah, and, it's amazing. To, and to just be hyper-aware of one's own faults, right? Uh, you know, I yeah. think a lot of people... Aren't self-assessing as much as they should, and so that's why. Uh, what, you
0: know, what gave you that idea? Seventy-seven percent of West Virginia being a,
2: a, a morbidly obese. obese?
1: <laughs> Jeez! Oh, you mean to tell me they're not self-assessing, Frank? They don't have a problem; we do for coming up with these, <laughs> you know, these math statistics, right? That are clearly biased.
0: <laughs> I don't buy your numbers. According to your sides, I would weigh less on Jupiter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or no, I'd move more. It's just funny to me. That's what really stood out immediately was the honesty, not just about other in, you know people, which is very funny, but the the self reflective nature of uh, all of them and and being able to be you know harshly honest uh, when you look in the mirror. Yeah. I, that's honestly an attribute I think most people lack genuinely. you know, People are very good at deceiving themselves and, and painting a, a very rosy picture that is a, a complete fabrication. Whereas you have these individuals who, who will very bluntly tell you the reality of their world, how they look, and how others perceive them, and they are spot on, man. You know, like they're <laughs> nailing it. You know, and you're right, it's comical because if you are so, like, if you understand so deeply who you are and, and how people perceive you, what better way to convey it than through humor?
2: Hmm.
1: And that is actually an advanced, intelligent way to look at the world. You know, when you see a reality, an unchanging reality. Uh, you eventually come to grips with it, and you realize what it is, and you're able to express it through the uh, lens of uh, you know of something that's funny. And, and well, they're I, not
0: trying to be funny. It's I don't just know. Funny some because... of them
1: seemed like they had a genuine kind of angle,
0: right? No, because one of the funniest, one of the funniest part I still I'm like still laughing about it is when uh, <laughs> like every guy on there that has a hobby of like a sword collection.
1: Yeah, the sword, dude. It's so The sword funny. was crazy. The, the sword right. collection
0: is so funny because it, <laughs> secretly we all want to have a sword collection.
1: Yes. One guy <laughs> yeah, had we're... like five samurai swords.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Very impressive. If I could just spend like 30% of my income on swords, like that's a great life. You know? <laughs>
2: yes.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great call, dude. And,
0: then like the best part is, like if I did have a sword collection, I wouldn't tell anybody these motherfuckers open up with it on the date <laughs> first <laughs> f- first date one of the first one of the opening lines is you should see my sword collection <laughs> it's like that's fucking hilarious,
1: dude, <laughs> God, I wish I had that confidence, that's, yeah. that's another level, absolutely, like there's the level yeah. of confidence where you grow the beard and shave the head. But right above that confidence level, you know, the John Travolta, that's the thats the guy who brings home the first date and shows off his sword collection.
2: it's <laughs> his mom's house.
0: I don't have an apartment, but you should see my sword collection. Uh, it's so great. I mean, what guy doesn't want that life? You know? Sword collection, you're playing video games. That's what got me about it. It's like they're kind of just doing their own. They're doing their thing.
1: You know, And all honestly, maybe living far better lives than we could ever even imagine.
2: Yeah. Being true well, to yourself,
1: living the way you truly want to be in that moment. Sure, you may be missing out on a few things, but aren't we all? But the rest of us I try to and put on all this effort to hide things or, you know, to be whatever in the eyes of the societal you know, zeitgeist, right? They it, probably but...
0: have more cumulative moments of happiness than we do. And they probably, like, experience joy on a higher level. Genuine they joy. Ha- they probably have less, inse- believe it or not, I would argue they probably feel insecure less than us, you know?
1: Yeah. Definitely. I, I feel like there's uh something about these people as I was watching. I'm like, man, these guys, you know, they kind of... Like when they were with the dogs or, you know what I mean, with the sword collection or whatever, <laughs> you could see like genuine joy with, you know, kind of like um a person truly experiencing the moment. Yeah. Which is pure joy, as opposed to most people who are... Fully distracted on all levels at all times and hardly in the moment ever. And the families
0: around him. You know, like... <laughs> you can just kind of see it on the families, like... <laughs> it's It's, it's, it's got to be awesome to have somebody in a family that just kind of keeps everybody in check. <laughs> because
2: if, <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? this guy's going to point out if you're fucking up, you know? It's weird. There's, the, I guess, maybe what it is... There's a simplicity to the living right there, right? Or at least the approach, and maybe there's the joy within that. And yes, you don't get to be a part of the more complex parts of society, like the, you know, the dating and the freedom that people tend to experience at a younger age, but I don't know. There seemed to be a happiness there that I couldn't really uh, put my finger on, but it, it was something simple you know, something easily attainable for people who aren't really looking for those complicated things in life.
0: And you started this off saying it was tough to watch. It was, yes. It spawned, it's a beautiful show. It
1: is, and it spawned a lot of, um, you know, complex emotions amongst the viewing uh, population in my <laughs> household. And so we had to navigate those emotions. <laughs> hey, I'm giving
0: it a very watchable, though. I love the show. I a great show. And the best part is, these guys get to make some money off this show. You know what I mean? Well, It's great. I'm, t- I'm telling you, we need to start our own show, Autistic Speed Dating. I could watch that for fucking ever.
1: And then we could follow it up with Autistic Speed Boxing. I bet these guys can knock the crap out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> is that too much, too far, too soon? <laughs> I think they'd be mad if we did
0: boxing. But we could just do like... Retards lifting heavy things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, who could lift this box over their head? You know? It kind of reminds me of, it was a YouTube sensation before it was censored. Um, was it the Hobo uh, Fights? Yeah. Is that dude, what it was?
0: That? Hobo Fights? No, there was like a name for there it. There was
1: a very clever name. And yeah. uh, it was just... it was. Much. Just hobos beating the crap out of each other, if I'm not mistaken. For, like, $5. Bum fights. Bum fights. Yeah. It was the bum fights. <laughs> that's right. I'm sure that's all banned now. Must be. Oh,
0: my. Dude, it was literally, like, two white guys going around with a camera and $20 and paying homeless guys to fight each other. That's right. Yeah, n- <laughs> we lived in simpler times, man. <laughs> The good old days, <laughs> yeah. Remember what YouTube used to be? Holy shit, that's you, where you would get like the death
1: videos. You, you know, you were able to get the two girls with the one cup on the YouTube. Two girls, one cup. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, and that was. That's kind of where we started getting censorship and stuff being taken down. But I mean, still, even maybe till very recently, you could get like I I would say borderline. Pornographic, maybe even child kind of age pornographic material on the YouTube's. Like I think YouTube, oh yeah, is kind of a sick place. Uh, up until recently, if not, it's it could still be. I mean, we just saw Ted Cruz. He was dismantling Mark Zuckerberg last week over uh, all the child porn that exists on the Instagrams. That I had no idea.
0: Oh, child porn is everywhere. Oh, dude, fuck, fuck, I meant to send it. I can't find it. Uh, I don't know where I put it. Uh, though, dude, there was an article where this guy, I forgot what they caught him for. I, I, I can't say it right, but I got to find it and send it to you because all they found, they, like, go to his house, they check everything he owns, everything. They happen to just find one thumb drive with like a couple hours of kitty porn on
1: Yeah, I'm guessing it might be the fella who leaked everything to WikiLeaks 10 years <laughs> ago. It was in Democracy Now! actually this week. Is that what it was? The report was fantastic. She throws it in at the end. It was from, I believe, I put it in my notes. Uh, it was Friday's episode. It was second to last on the episode on Democracy Now! and uh, there, So there was a CIA agent in 2000 maybe 7 or 14 i can't remember the exact date but he's the fellow who did the second major leaking of uh the nsa spy information to wikileaks he got busted for it as being the contact for julian assange and he now got fully sentenced i think he's going to prison for like the rest of his life he'll probably be down here at the Supermax in Southern Colorado where we have uh, Ted Kaczynski and all the other, I think (laughs) El Chapo is also over there.
0: But, dude, now they're not even putting the porn on your hard drive. Now they're just walking out of your house, and they're like, yeah, we found this thumb drive. Check it out. It's got child porn on it.
1: (laughs) The Democracy Now! piece is fantastic, though. She literally, it's a quick little paragraph, and she describes the fella his sentencing, what he's there for, what he leaked. And then at the last bit, she says, they also found child pornography on his hard drive. And you're just like, of course, (laughs) of course they did. Of course, the guy who leaked vital spy information about the NSA spying on Americans, you of course found child porn on his hard drive. We would expect nothing less.
0: So then when your case falls apart, for the for his whole thing, re- releasing the information, you could always get him on the child porn.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: it's amazing how everybody has child porn, except for the people that were on Epstein's Island.
1: Right, or Epstein himself. Did we even catch him with child porn?
0: Ooh, good call. Just Clinton porn.
1: <laughs> it's, worse. it's just a painting of him in a blue dress, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all we got from Epstein. Bill dancing naked, playing <laughs>
0: <That's>... the saxophone. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I thought it was so funny because they're just like... And th-
1: All right. I don't know. I found it for you guys, actually. So in New York, a federal judge sentenced former CIA software engineer Joshua Schult to 40 years in prison after being convicted of leaking thousands of CIA documents known as Vault 7 to WikiLeaks. The leaks, published in 2017 revealed CIA programs and tools that are capable of hacking into Apple and Android cell phones in addition mm-hmm. to espionage and computer hacking Schultz was also convicted for possessing child pornography of- <laughs>
2: oh yeah! come
1: on man get
0: the, get the fuck the, on. all it was was a thumb drive <laughs> And so he's like this computer programmer and everything, but he didn't know to not have child porn on a thumb drive in his house.
1: He's so good, he hacked the NSA and the CIA and then secretly distributed those documents to another secret organization, but he forgot to wipe clean his child porn history. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) That's right. I'm going to create some espionage against our own country. Did I forget anything? All All right, let's do this.
0: Before I leave the house, I feel like there's something I was supposed to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: see, I jerked off last night.
1: <laughs> Did I erase that child porn?
0: I must have. Why would I forget that? <laughs> Who forgets something like that? <laughs> what are the odds that are going to raid my house today? You know? <laughs> I don't know. It, just does, it's, it made
1: the whole story just seem like it puts up red flags. you know. To me, yes, immediately. It's so funny that we were both kind of honed in on the same story there. Without it. We never talked about this before the show.
0: No, I meant to send it to you, but I totally forgot. <laughs> it blew my mind. <laughs> Just tossing it at the end. I mean, did you guys find crack sprinkled on him too? Like, what, what is going
1: on? You wouldn't believe it. He had a tunnel in his basement that led to one of the Jewish synagogues <laughs> in uh, Brooklyn.
0: It's us fill with soil mattresses and small yarmulkes.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, it's really crazy
1: stuff, man. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad we both keyed in on that. Yeah, of course, whenever the FBI or CIA raids you nowadays, they always find the kitty porn. It, there's two ways you go down now when it comes to our government. You either uh, suicide yourself by shooting yourself four times in the back of the head uh, <laughs> while hanging, while hanging with your hands tied, right? Yeah. That's you. You kill yourself that way, uh, or you get raided by the feds and your your hard drive is just filled with child pornography, <laughs> and you go to you go to prison for life, man. So
0: much child porn. <laughs> yes, dude. It's incredible, man. Yeah, really. <laughs>
1: You know they walk in and they give you the two options, and you're just like, "Hang me and shoot me three times in the back of the head, baby. Just do it now. I'm not going down for the child porn." <laughs> yeah, dude. You see what happens to them in prison? Yes.
0: Jesus dude. Christ.
1: Oh, like Larry Nasser, the dude who yeah. raped the uh, Olympic chicks. Is he? Did he die? Or you got no, They raped. just keep beating the shit they out keep
0: of him. They him. literally yeah. beat the shit out of him. He goes to the infirmary, and then he. Comes out, they beat the shit out of him again.
1: <laughs> That's not the way to go, man. You
0: take no, the the best suicide. Part is nobody cares. Nobody feels bad for you. That's right. You know, you spent a whole career raping
1: little girls. Yeah, this is the punishment you deserve, I guess. Right? That's kind of the eye for the eye. And when they say beating, folks, he's being raped. <laughs> That's what's happening. Oh the yeah, they're beating his asshole with their dicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes broomstick handles, you know.
1: This show's for all ages, uh, people. Uh, It's kid friendly.
0: Uh, I forgot I can't say that I'm not dressed as a woman right now.
1: (laughs) You can only uh, use that kind of language when you're doing story hour at the local library for the K through (laughs) twelve.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Oh man!
1: All right. Well, Well, great
0: story. Great story, though. Good times. We
1: both saw it. Excellent. I'm
0: glad. Means we're not crazy. You know, I think all. neither one of us really wanted to bring it up because it was a little conspiratory, you know. But dude, when you both catch it,
1: come on—the child porn. So again, you either suicide yourself with the three bullets to the head, or you get the child porn. Yeah, I think you get to choose. we got to talk about it, and it's the biggest news of the century. I I feel like we're almost already forgetting about it, except for I think we've already done more bombings, if I'm uh, not mistaken. We are bombing Iraq, baby. We're back.
2: Tonight, the American retaliatory strikes have begun. (laughs) U.S. Central Command saying late this evening, U.S. forces began striking more than 85 targets in Iraq and Syria using numerous aircraft, including long-range bombers flown from the U.S. The targets, Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard, Quds Force, and affiliated militia groups, hitting their command and control operations centers and intelligence centers, rockets, and...
1: I was watching on Friday when I got home from work, uh, finished some chores around the house, and then I cracked open a bruja, and I was sitting back, and I... Flipped on Fox News and CNN. I was kind of going back and forth. and Emma got off her phone and asked me what I was doing. And I was admiring the imagery. And I said, take a look. I'm having deja vu. I saw this exact same map 20 years ago when we invaded (laughs) Iraq. Yeah. It's the exact same map the exact same bomb marks, the little explosion graphics on the map, and they got they got the general on there and he's he's talking about all the uh, strategy behind all the marks <laughs> and how we're not going to kill any civilians, you know, we're just hitting the terrorists. Uh a, man, yeah. day <laughs> you miss Bush, huh? Oh man. <laughs> Bring me back Bush baby. Oh yeah.
0: <clears throat> At least he did it with class
1: and style. You know what I mean? When we were In killing of millions words. Of innocent Iraqis, he, he made me chuckle a little bit just with his, you know, buffoonery and Texas <laughs> drawl. Come out on that car- aircraft carrier, and Mission Brownie, accomplished. You're doing a heck of a job, right? <laughs> the good old days, man. No, but I was staring at. And this. Brownie, you're doing a heck of yeah! a job.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I was staring at the TV in awe. You. Some may even say I had a face of. Shock and awe as I watched. Yeah, folks, I'm bringing the heat today. (laughs) I'm fired up, baby. I couldn't. Again,
0: it was. Did did you uh, eat some yellow cake while you were watching this? (laughs) That's
1: right. (laughs) (laughs) Who could forget the yellow cake? I must have missed the news in the conspiracy circles, but I can only assume we discovered another tomb of Gilgamesh and they must get this stargate. (laughs) Go through the dimension. Hillary Clinton must reach these demonic Satanists. (laughs) It's a new portal, man.
0: Hillary Clinton needs to find a new uh, fountain of youth because
1: she's starting to look 540. That's right, dude. She's looking like she's been uh, hanging out in the tomb of Gilgamesh for about 5,000 years. (laughs) That baby blood's not working anymore. (laughs) Can we up the adrenochrome drip on old Hillary, please? (laughs)
0: Ever suck on Nancy's tits? Those are only eighteen. <laughs> <That's
1: laughs> you psycho, terrible. bro! And I was about to terrible. say she's starting to look like Nancy's neck. We got to do something quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Oh man, yeah. So I I'm sitting there and I'm watching them bombs away. They're bringing out the same old gang, except for CNN and Mike. I sent you a. Uh, photograph that I took of my TV screen. Wolf Blitzer shockingly called out sick. I can only imagine he has the new variant of COVID. And (laughs) Wolf was sick, but the situation room was in full swing. And they had a, a younger gentleman, similar to Wolf, and he was giving the usual spiel you would expect from the talking heads over there on CNN and They were going to do a deep dive and call upon the experts to really give us the low down and the dirty on what these strategic airstrikes were all about. And they brought on three women who have zero militaristic background (laughs) whatsoever. One of them was not even uh, veterans. One of them was not even veterans. Um, Anna Amampur or whatever that chick is. And uh, it was just three chicks, three journalist chicks, young, neither one, uh, two out of the three not alive during the first Gulf War, guaranteed. (laughs) Oh, They were all born after 9-11, Frank. (laughs) That's right, dude. It was so mind-blowing to me. At least Fox News, sticking to the old school ways that they remembered from 20 years ago in 2003 when we invaded Iraq the first time. Uh, they showed the map, they brought on the retired generals and the former CIA, and they spewed out the talking points and the lies, and that gave it a little more believability. And, man, I got to say, people, we are just one false flag away from getting that hoorah back, right? Getting old Joe out there to throw the first pitch (sighs) at the Yankees game. Come on, man. I
0: don't think so, dude. Nobody cared about those three soldiers dying. Nobody cares. Like, Lindsey Graham was, like, out there screaming, thinking people would not, like, listen, nobody. I I don't think anybody cares about
1: America anymore. Maybe. Like, we're not a serious country. I was thinking more nobody has appetite for war, which is why there's no support for Ukraine. There's really no support going for Israel. I mean, there's... Clearly the people gluing their hands to the street for Palestine, but, like, who's out there marching for Israel right now? You know, like, no- nobody is really into war. I think America, even though we're a war machine, the people, we're just really not into the fighting.
2: Yeah, we're too soft. We don't, you know, that's what I mean. We're not serious, we're, you know. Yeah, we're soft. I agree.
0: You killed three soldiers, and we didn't really do anything. We don't care. Well,
1: do we care? I mean, is it a big deal?
0: Yeah, it's a big fucking deal, because if you get away with killing three, what's going to stop you from killing 300?
1: Or how about 3,000 when you fly your jets into uh, another couple twin towers? (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, we have a problem where nobody really cares, and it's not our problem, and don't worry, man. Peace and love is going to conquer all. Until two towers uh, collapse in a city.
1: I'm all about the false flags. I believe they're all about the false flags. That's why I'm all about them. And I got to say, what I'm sensing is a little bit of a uh, dip in your toe to test the water, right? So maybe, all things considered, the way this incident occurred, right? Allegedly, this aircraft was allowed to fly in because they believed it was our tech flying in and making a landing, and then it attacked, all right? So, right there, that's almost a false flag. You can almost imagine. (laughs) and It probably was our tech. Absolutely. It was our guy. Maybe we attacked ourselves to test the water, right? So what are we doing? Okay, let's attack ourselves over in Jordan and see how the public reacts. Nobody seemed to care. Okay, well, now let's attack ourselves somewhere in Iraq or somewhere closer. No one seems to care. Okay, well, now let's attack uh, Florida or New York. Or, you know what I'm saying, Chicago, right? Let's see how many people care then. We got to keep getting closer and closer to the homeland until we actually
0: strike you, gold. You'd think if uh, 9-11 happened right now, like another 9-11 happened, but when they come, they take down the Sears Tower, crash a plane. You think we're going to have the same response we <laughs> did in 2001? Yeah. Yeah, I think you they think could... we're going to see the same patriotism.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you could eviscerate the Obama doctrine of the last eight to ten years, the division that has incurred. And I think you could get people, because if they were to attack the Sears Tower, uh, the imagery would be Americans of all colors and genders going down in the flames, just like it was on 9 11. You know, none of our differences made you know, mattered on 9-11, or 9-12, rather, because when the, when the towers fell, it didn't matter who you were or what gender you ascribed to or your racial identity because the towers fell and killed you and, and you were taken out by the terrorism, right? Because What we if were, it
0: happens next year and Trump is president?
1: Uh, then he may seal the deal for a third term. Hey-oh, yeah, he's a dictator!
0: like <laughs> out, man! No, seriously, I mean, re- uh, realistically.
1: Yeah, I, I really th- do believe that. You think the that. country will
0: still come together? I believe... I, I I think we came We came together... Underestimating...
1: Okay, well, let's... People 30 and under. Let's rewind and be kind and think about 2001. You're talking the aftermath of the hanging chad. We are talking, you know, an entire party of America and half of American citizens denying the, uh, you know legality of George Bush becoming president. People believe he stole the election. And then all... Yeah,
0: but you you didn't have the social media. You didn't have like, uh... You didn't have Chinese government controlling (laughs) all of the youth
1: with TikTok. Good call. Absolutely. Maybe you are correct. I
0: I really think you would get... I mean, look at the protest for the Palestinians after they massacred the Jews.
1: I got it. Yes, I did not see that coming. But... (laughs) But I do have to say, you know. And then after
0: that, how many of these people were celebrating Osama bin Laden and his letter to America? Pretty outrageous. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think you would get that. I, I think a lot of people would blame us. You know, they really? don't like to victim blame, but they would definitely victim blame mm-hmm. America.
1: Well, you know, I'm sensing personally a bit of a tide change, and I think the pendulum may be starting to swing the other way. I could see a 9-11 style event here in America, uh, an excuse or a means for us to go into World War III, which Lindsey Graham and everybody else uh, are wetting their pants over, Uh, I could see a unification of America occur. Uh, Again, I think imagery would be shocking, and it would cross all divisions that have been created uh, since 9-11. Since 9-11, right, we've had this 20 years of you know some somewhat peace here in america where we've you know we don't have a common enemy so we divided amongst ourselves and created enemies within ourselves and so maybe if we suddenly are thrust into a new reality where we have a common enemy overseas we may unify again that's what i mean that we already have common enemies and
0: we can't even agree that they're common enemies well
1: do we i mean you do know israel's complicated you know, America's complicated uh, I, because of our melting pot status. Not everyone thinks or believes the same stuff here, which is what makes us a great country. I, I think maybe if we had a if we had the paragliders, you know, f- flying over here and, and getting, um, what's that huge festival in California? Uh, Coachella, right? If Coachella got attacked. <laughs> by, you know, Hamas, right? I think we would have a unification against Hamas.
0: Uh, see, again, right, right, right there, I would actually probably support Hamas on that one.
1: You're right, actually. We would, uh... <laughs> could you take out Gavin Newsom in the entirety of California while you're at it, please? I was, I was gonna say, no, stop. <laughs> take out San Francisco and L.A., please. We need to remove this tumor as fast as possible from this country, and, uh...
0: It's, just, like, <laughs> it's like in, uh, South Park when they, uh... They call on Osama bin Laden to take out the uh, that's Jersey right. Shore people. Wow, that's so good. Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely hilarious. If you don't help us, this is coming to your land.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, how prophetic! Uh, you know, look at the rot of American culture and how it has spread actually internationally. You know, I mean, wokeism has infected cultures across the globe.
0: Yeah. You gotta think everywhere. There's a McDonald's now. You're gonna get infected with
1: it. With the diversity, equity, and inclusion.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't work in other countries. It's stupid here. It has absolutely no relevance in other countries. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. So you you generally believe 9/11 part two happens here. Trump is president. Similar scenario, right, with Bush, I would argue. If Trump were to win again, it would be denied by everyone on the left, you know, all this nonsense. But Trump is president, we get the new 9-11. You don't foresee Trump walking out there at Yankee Stadium and throwing out that first pitch and America's back baby, and we're gonna take on them terrorists.
0: I think that's what he would do, yes, but I think you would you wouldn't have the unity you have you'd have half the country just appalled at our reaction, and you know what I mean, and how it's really our fault. I mean, they would
1: find a way to blame Trump for the attack. Well, we're going to circle back now to the clip we partially got through, which was all we needed, but the Biden regime response to this attack in Jordan and the killing of the three soldiers. From my perspective, as I stood there looking at the map, I thought, okay, we bombed seven random spots between Syria and Iraq. What what did we prove? Who are we? What did we do? Did we fix it? Did we, uh, you know? And I'm
0: sure it cost us like $300 million to bomb those, like, whatever.
1: Well, somebody made some money off those bombings, right? I mean, Lindsey Graham ate a very nice steak dinner and treated his boyfriend out to a nice (laughs) mink sweater. (laughs)
0: <laughs> to, a, to a ladybug buffet, if you know
1: what I mean? Oh, yikes, man! If you know, you know. <laughs> oh, I, I met the wrong one. Squeeze <laughs> There it is. Yeah. <laughs> ladybug buffet. Lady G is always a gentleman with his boys. All right. He's he's the one with the ladybugs, right? It was an alleged story. I think yeah. that was maybe made up, but I do enjoy tidbits. Uh, uh you know. Fantasy I mean, like more, that is More okay. believable
0: than the E. Jean Carroll rape. That is now my standard for whether a story is true or not.
1: Yeah. The, I, once again, nothing believable, $83 million. For the love of God, if you are in New York, folks, get out while you still can. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to either end up like Trump or uh, Daniel Penny. You're either in jail yeah. or you're dishing out $83 million and you're just a good citizen. Yeah, don't do, do, get out of there. Like, look at Don't how help anybody. New York. Look at how New York treats people who create jobs, like Donald Trump, and people who served in the Marines. Just Daniel yep. Penny and, and saved Trump. innocent civilians on the train. That's all you need to see, and then keep that image in your mind. Daniel Penny, former Marine, behind bars for stopping the homeless guy from accosting women, and Donald Trump, the real estate guy who created millions of jobs in New York City. Just keep those guys in your mind, and, and then look at those migrants who they released after accosting the cops on the street and flipped off the cameras as they were set free. I know. It's so disgusting. That Think is disgusting. about I, I, it. Yeah.
0: I can't believe nobody wants to, They're not even talking, not a peep about the uh, police protest. Which, good, those cops in New York should all go on strike. I did That's not hear bullshit.
1: this. There's a police, and we're going to, I have some clips on the beatdown that I'm, I'm going to play in the next episode. Uh, because uh, this is the fastest hour in the universe. But I, I am curious, uh, the cops, though, in New York, now on protest? No, so like legally, they can't, it's
0: like complicated. Police can't protest. That's why they have like a union rep, everything, but. Uh, What some of them were doing was just like they were getting into these long convoys and driving around the city. And it's like their way of protesting.
1: You know what? One of these days, the police are just not going to protest. If you know what I'm saying, we're not going to protest. (laughs) We're not going to protest. And they're gonna just not protest, but they'll be protesting. You know what I'm saying? And and no, just like Chicago, they stop enforcing the law. Yes, or turn off the it,
0: radios, man. They just go find a quiet place to sit. You and, know, enjoy a cheeseburger, right? I don't. I don't blame you. So, I mean, if you're fighting a losing battle, how long are you gonna fight? You know, and everybody's against you.
1: It's crazy, man. And the migrant situation out of hand here in Denver. They're giving migrants credit cards, and I believe they're doing the oh. same thing in New York, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, California, you get full ride health insurance, right? I, I have horrible health insurance. There are migrants, <laughs> there are migrants here currently in Colorado who have better health care than I do.
0: It's insane. I can't believe what we're doing with these people.
1: I gotta say though, we played a clip on the previous episode about Denver News finally doing an expose on the Denver squeegee boy phenomenon that has swept the streets, oh, yeah, yeah, especially on yeah. Uh, a pathway I like to take home over there in the Santa Fe and Alameda. And uh, this week, it was so cleaned out of migrants, I forgot to be enraged about the migrants. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, dude. And the best part, no. though, best part is for about a year or two, one guy had been posted up there, uh, a Mexican fella. He over two years he had been there, but he he was selling uh, flowers, and for a long time. But then when the squeegee boys took over the zone, he was gone. Mm. And I was sitting there at the red light on Friday. And I took a look to my left, and I I caught an image, and I I had kind of like a weird gut reaction. Like I just started shaking my head, like no, go away. Like I thought it was another squeegee boy. No. Nope. No, it was the hombre selling the flowers. He was back, man. I was so excited. Yes, man. He deserves it. We're making America great again. Yes, MAGA baby. That's what it's all about, (laughs) dude. Get rid of these. (laughs) I
0: hear a lot of people are talking because you can't really see it, but if you know where to look when you're on the highway, they put up this giant tent city. I mean, like those—they look like the big, the big white tents that like you'd see on like a military base or like man, the camp. Oh yeah. It's in this gated-off area. It looks dystopian,
1: to say the least. It's great stuff. It's ground zero for where Bill Gates will release his malaria mosquitoes next year.
0: I can't wait. (laughs) That's going to be fantastic, man. (laughs) We do need to kill the week.
1: Well, he you know, COVID made a lot of promises it couldn't keep.
0: That's right. You know, dude. One of them was less traffic on the highways. Hey, I mean, these people. Are- I was promised bodies in the streets, folks. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill some weed. <laughs>